Hey y'all, it's Coach Shan, and welcome back to another episode, episode, episode. <laughs> oh gosh, I did it again. So y'all, I'm from the country, I'm from a real small town, and I put my R's in a whole lot of words, and my son gets on me and says, where are you from? Like, stop, girl. Yeah, he does say that. Stop, girl. <laughs> He thinks he's my daddy sometimes, but it's okay. Anyway, it's called Shane. Welcome back to Diamond Evolution Podcast. And today we are talking about mental health. So many people struggle with mental health issues and a lot of people are afraid to admit it. And so we're going to talk a little bit about your mental health and what it actually means. Before we do that, make sure you click on the link. And join to become a diamond where I will break down many processes and give you lots of tools and resources to help you along your journey and along the way. Also visit my website at www.coachshancorner.com. Check out my blog and purchase some coffee as well. So we're going to talk about mental health. And today I have my son Billions worth with me today. So we're going to share our outlook on mental health. And, of course, his perspective is much different than mine. So, growing up, I struggled with my own mental health issues. And please forgive me, I'm a little bit underneath the weather today. But I'm still going to record as well. But I struggled with my own mental health issues growing up because I went through a lot of different things. And I even had what you would probably consider a multiple personality disorder. Because I had identities for the different personalities that I created to mask my emotions. And a lot of times the personalities that we create for ourselves come from unhealed emotions. And that's why I focus so much on healing your emotions and gaining emotional stability. Because I was an emotional wreck as a teenager and I was spinning out of control. And if you saw who I was and who I am today, you really would understand it. Even when I tell my son here, um, Billions, where sometimes he looks at me like I'm crazy because he really doesn't believe that I could have been this person that I used to be. <laughs> but yes, I used to have personalities, and actually they had names. They were Shana and Dana. And my cousin used to always say, who are you today? And really, it depended on the day and how I felt. And what I was dealing with. But I used those personalities to cope with the unhealed emotions and the things that I was afraid to talk about. Or just didn't feel free to have conversations about with the people around me because they weren't open to understanding. Because in that day, you were trained to just be strong. You were trained to just deal with things and, you know, cover things up and people didn't heal. So it took a long time for me to learn how to heal. And my life's journey has been about healing. And that's why I'm here. And that's why I like to help people heal. So I was having a conversation with my younger son today. Because he and Billingsworth were not seeing eye to eye. And he a lot of times feels like I'm not taking his side. And I don't like to take sides with my sons. I tell them when they're right. And when they're wrong. And I expect them to meet each other in the middle because it's not my job to say you know you do this and you do that it's my job to say this is what you're doing wrong and this is what you're doing wrong 
and they want me to no discipline him, no punish him, and I'm not going to do that. So my youngest son was struggling with billions worth, and I told him, look, you have to understand who your brother is. And he says, Mom, he teases me. He thinks I'm supposed to just get everything right. And I said, I understand that. But he has narcissistic traits. But that's how he copes. A lot of times people say people are narcissists and they do this and they do that. But what you got to understand is behaviors, personality disorders, are coping methods. So Billingsworth is the kind of person where he's been through a lot. And instead of marinating in his emotional scars, he builds a facade for himself. So that he doesn't deal with them, but he puts his energy and his focus and his mind in what he wants and not what's not happening for him. Which is a very good thing. It's just that he doesn't know how to accept when others are not doing the same thing. He expects his brother to be in alignment with who he is. But I keep reminding him, your brother has his own identity. And he will never align to your identity because that's for you. And I told my youngest son, I said, you need to find your own identity. And I understand your struggle because I went through many identity crises in my life. My uncle used to always say, you're going through another crisis. <laughs> he was the only person that would sit me down and say, you're going through another crisis. You need to get a hold of yourself. Because I would lose myself by trying to find my identity in everyone else and what everyone else thought I should be. I struggled with what I wanted for myself and what everyone else saw in me. And the truth is what mattered most was me merging me with me. My personalities and my desires and creating a healthy balance for myself. So Billions Words, I need you to put your phone down and I need you to talk. I need you to tell them a little bit about how you cope and how you deal with your struggles in life. <clears throat> the way I see it, it's not, it's not really coping. It's just me handling life the way it should be dealt with. There is no reason as to why. When things happen, you should put your entire life on pause for weeks on end at a time just because you're sad. I get sad too, but unfortunately, life doesn't stop for any of us. So the way I see it is you have to keep pushing and keep moving forward. I understand that not everyone sees eye to eye on that, which is rather unfortunate. Because what I see is sometimes people tend to stay in a trance or stay in a sad moment. Stay reliving the same sad or unfortunate moment days at a time, weeks at a time. And they soak in it. And that's one thing that I try to not let myself do is soak in a moment. It's like, all oh, that sucked. But, I mean, I have to move on for my life and so that, you know, I have to look to the future. Um, and I know what I want for myself and I can't get what I want for myself by sulking in my feelings right now because if I sulk in my feelings right now what I'm wanting in the future I'll never get to it because it comes down to the future waits for nobody and since the future waits for nobody why is there any exception for you why is there any exception for me there isn't one You ha it just comes down to you have to keep pushing and keep going and Unfortunately, it just comes off as kind of harsh. It's like, how do they get this? You know, it's not me being harsh. It's just I'm not 
dealing with the issue the same way you are. We deal with it in two separate, two different ways. And I understand that. It's just that it just means that we're on two different pathways on the way we think and the way we do things. You, some people believe in crying over problems. I don't believe in crying over problems. I believe in, dang, that sucks. Let's move on. What can I do to keep moving so that I can, you know, keep moving about my day so I can keep moving to the future? Because the future, the future is what we, what I depend on. That's what I'm depending on, my future. And my future is very important to me, so therefore I make sure that I'm investing in my future. So I often say that my two sons are my night and day because one is my day side, the other one is my night side. So Billionsworth is the my mindset. Billionsworth is more like me focusing on my goals, focusing on my dreams, and helping other people to understand how to focus on theirs as well. Where Keys is more like my emotional side, where I feel for people and I understand and I want people to understand and see me. But at the same time, I know how to merge that into one person and focus on my goals and continue to move forward in spite of what's going on. But when it comes to your mental health, you oftentimes have to take a break. Everybody is different. And how you deal with your emotions and how you process what's going on in your life can be very different one person from the next. But not healing your emotions and not dealing with them in a way that's meaningful to you and to your life and taking some accountability for your life is what develops a lot of mental health issues. As a young girl, I did not know how to cope with my life. So, of course, you know, I was adopted. I lived with my grandparents. My grandmother was blind. Sometimes I came home and my grandmother was in a place in the house and she didn't know how she got there. You know, I would have to, she would be somewhere waiting on me and just standing there all day waiting until I got there to get her and to, you know, help her get to where she was trying to get because she got lost and she didn't want to fall or get hurt. You know, I dealt with so many different things and I wasn't sure how to process my emotions. I wasn't sure how to handle it. And my father and my grandfather, they argued because my father didn't like the fact that my grandfather would leave. And the fact that I was having to be responsible as an adult and go to school, take care of my grandmother. And I worked to, I worked to get out of the house. That was my outlet to get away. So I had a lot going on early in life. And that's the things I try to get my youngest son to understand that, you know, I dealt with a lot of things as well. And I understand that your brother is kind of harsh and blunt and it does feel cold at times. But he doesn't understand why you're not able to cope with his words. They're not intended to be harsh. He's just quite blunt. He expects you to show up the way that he shows up. And you're not going to show up the way that he shows up. But know how to show up for yourself. It's important that you know that what you're doing is going to help you to have a better future. And if you can't mask your mind and your emotions, you're going to continue to move in a downward spiral. And that's what I want people to understand is that the mental illnesses come from you being over, being weighed down by everything that you can't process. And I'm here to help you process some of those things by helping you to first make peace with them. Make peace with who you are and where you are. Make peace with your past and what people did and did not do to you. Most people are not going to come back and apologize for things that they thought they were doing right. And many people aren't going to apologize for things they know they were doing wrong. 
But you got to make peace with your past knowing that people can only give you what they have to give. And it's not against you. It's not about you. And that's why I try to get my son to understand. Just because your brother is being harsh and cruel towards you and lashing out on you and telling you, well, you know, holding things over your head and telling you what he's not going to do for you because you're not being who he wants you to be, that doesn't define you. Only you define you. You're not defined by what was done to you or what people think about you. But when you look in the mirror at yourself, what you see and what you feel and how you act as a result of it is a definition of who you are. And see, that's the thing. When I push my brother and I'm seen as more blunt to him and he sees me as me, the way I see it is I'm pushing him to be the best version of himself. I understood like a while ago that I can't make him be me. And that's what I had to understand. He's not going to be me. He's not going to be like me. And that's completely understandable. And not everyone can be me. Um, but what I do want for my brothers to be the best version of himself. Because if he's the best version of himself, then I know he'll be okay. And I know that he's more than capable of being so much more than what he chooses to do. So when I'm being harsh, I, I mean, or the way he sees it as harsh, when I'm being, you know, when I'm telling him these things, I just want him to do better. Because when he does better, that I don't have to worry about him. I don't have to worry about making sure he's okay in life because he can handle himself. And the thing is, if he can learn to take all of this from me, then I know that he'll be so much closer to unstoppable once he gets out there in the real world. Because if he can take it from his brother, he can take it from anyone. Because, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything for him. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything for anyone. I tell him the straight out truth because the world doesn't care about his feelings. The world doesn't care if he breaks down and cries. The world doesn't care if he has a mental breakdown. They don't care. You have a mental breakdown? Oh, well, your rent's due next month. Make sure it's paid. You have a mental breakdown? Oh, man, your car note is due next month. Make sure it's paid. You can break down and cry all you want and not go to work all you want. Just remember, that breakdown has a cost. Whether it's your car, your house, your, um, your kids, because you can't pay, afford to pay for it no more. It, there's a cost for everything. And... There's a cost for not being able to handle life. So it's, I just want my brother to understand that I want the best for him. And if we can get through this now, and I can get him to understand this now, then I know that he'll be unstoppable with dealing with these pains and troubles later. I'd rather him deal with it now and get out of the way now than be a 21-year-old man with a car note, um, a house that he has to pay for, every month and then have a mental breakdown because someone said something to him and then next thing you know he doesn't go to work and the next thing you know he doesn't have a home and the next thing you know he doesn't have a car because there's a chain of reactions and there's a cause and effect everything we do has an effect whether it's good or bad and I completely understand you know where he's coming from and that's the struggle that many people have today a lot of people you know they fall into their pain and their emotions, and before you know it, the domino effect hits. You know, bills are due, excuse me, simply because you slept a little too long. You laid in your emotions a little too long, and now before you know it, you have problems piled up, and you don't know how to tackle those problems. What I learned to do years ago was make a checklist. Check things off one at a time. Write down on a weekly basis, what do I have to do this week? Remember that. If you don't remember anything else from this podcast today, write a checklist every week. What do I need to do this week? And as you do those things, check them off, right? And once you check them off, at the end of the week, you can look back and pat yourself on the back and say, I feel accomplished because I 
did everything on my list or I did eight out of ten things on my list. You know you're getting things done. But don't allow yourself to waddle in your emotion because someone or something makes you feel bad. You have the right and the power to make your day. What you listen to, what you believe, and what you allow in your feelings and your emotional zone will lead to the actions that you take each and every day. So if anyone or anything does not serve your purpose and does not cause you to move forward in the right direction, sometimes you have to just separate yourself and focus on doing what you need to do and keep moving forward. So I want you to make sure you're taking care of your mental health. So when you wake up in the morning, I want you to make your day. First thing I want you to do is say today is a great day. I don't care what's happening in the world around me. I do care, but I cannot handle the world around me. I have to handle my world first. Okay? Today is going to be a great day because I woke up with blood running through my veins and I have strength in my body. Today's going to be a great day because I have a job to go to. Today's going to be a great day because I have air and it's beautiful outside. The sun shines on my life and there's so many, the trees are beautiful. Find a reason to be grateful for your day. Start your day off with gratitude. Number two, whenever faced with a situation and the moment you feel, monitor yourself and emotion behind what someone says or what happens. Stop yourself and say, it's okay. I know it hurt. This doesn't feel good. This is uncomfortable, but it's going to be okay. Then remind yourself of your past and times when things did not seem to be okay, but they managed to work out anyway. You have to learn how to eliminate the negative thoughts and the negative emotions, learn to balance and control them, and that is how you begin to take control over your life. This is Coach Shin, and thanks for listening to Diamond Evolution.